0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, today we're sharing with you our 14th Costa Rica Pura Vida Lifestyle podcast series episode that deals with how one acquires their residency, also called legal status here in Costa Rica. You know, it's a very important and involved process from beginning to end. It's a process that more and more individuals and families are contemplating and doing as well. Many people are moving to Costa Rica at this point in time. There's so much unrest and uncertainty and stress in the lives of so many all over the world. And Costa Rica always seems to be that Pura Vida oasis, that land of peace and biodiversity and sunshine and hope for really a more sane and tranquil life for all who care to find it. Today and throughout the coming weeks, I'm going to be spending some time with Kevin McNamee, who is the representative for Costa Rica Immigration and Moving Experts. He and his entire team have helped literally hundreds of people in acquiring their legal status and everything that is involved with the process for many many years he is indeed an expert a professional and a perfectionist when it comes to his business and i'm so happy to have him here with us we're recording a series of q a type episodes each episode will address and answer a few questions regarding the residency process what you can expect when living here in Costa Rica, so many topics that should cover just about every question that you have about the daily life that you will experience here in paradise. You're going to learn about how to begin the residency process, how the entire procedure works, the timeframes, and so much more. And most important, you're going to meet a new friend in Kevin who will have your best interest at hand when you allow him to work hard for you. One of his clients actually told me that it's like hiring someone to build a new home. Kevin and his team, they roll up their sleeves and they don't waste any time in tackling the task at hand, which is getting you and your family ready to enjoy Costa Rica for the rest of your lives. Kevin, I say welcome to you for the 14th time. And we do appreciate your spending a few minutes with all of us explaining exactly what you know and what, of course, we need to know about Costa Rica. Well, you're welcome entirely, Skip. I had mentioned it
1: before. I do enjoy these couple minutes to uh, talk with your folks, our folks, and uh, please fire away and I'll give you the best reply I can or tell you that I'll get back to you. (laughs) That sounds great.
0: (laughs) Well, Kevin, in our first 13 episodes, we discussed your personal history here in Costa Rica, how you got started in the residency business, and I believe we also touched on many other important points, such as the three types of statuses, how one determines what status to pursue, and why one needs to even think about legal status in the first place. Why not remain a perpetual tourist for the rest of your life? We went through some of the necessary things to think about, how to start a bank account, how to get your pet here. Does one need to learn Spanish? and so much more there's so many questions that come up in the course of one learning about really a country that they may live in for the rest of their lives and of course there's no silly or stupid questions and we appreciate your thoughtful answers to the simplest of questions that we're going to ask of you today we're here with our many listeners and they're all eager to get started so let's do that kevin our first topic here i want to ask you about renting or buying a home which is the best for somebody who's just moving to Costa Rica?
1: There really is no best or worst scenario. It's what the perception of the person, individual person is. If they have come down here with the idea that this is gonna be home forever, then perhaps they can start looking seriously for homes at that stage. Other people have really, not done their homework to the degree that they don't understand that we do have 22 microclimates they don't understand that at the beach it is hot and humid a lot of time they don't realize that up in the mountains the restaurants and such literally normally have fireplaces going and fog could be whirling in by the by the on the wind and and uh, You're almost think you're in some northern east northeast of North America because of the temperature. So there's a wide variety and such. Find the place you want, but take time, or if you have your notion of what you want and you see it, take advantage of it. I had a woman here about a year, yeah, a year ago. She'd been here 14 years. I know she was getting her residency. And we got talking and I said, why 14 years? She said, well, I was told not to rush. I said, well, that's interesting. Uh, 14 years has definitely put you in the category of non-rushed. What about a home? Have, have you bought a home? No, I, I'm going to buy one now. I, the same people said, don't don't rush into buying a house. So, you know, you look at her and, and she was being serious. You know, and at, at first I thought she was pulling my leg, but... She took that recommendation or advice from other people, and she lost out of 14 years of rent. That could have been either a mortgage payment or it could have been money left in the bank. So it's sort of sad, in as much as that there's a lot of information out there that's not qualified. It's not, it's not even legitimate, if the truth be known. Be careful, but. It's it's a personal call, that's the best I can say, uh, I, I am a little impetuous myself, I ended up the first week we moved here permanently buying a rather large, very large condo, and then realized that we actually knew half a dozen people only and they were all business associates, so we really didn't have a heavy traffic in the social area of, the, of our condo or in the, we could we could fit everybody that we knew, in Costa Rica at that time, into the closet or into a bathroom, one bathroom. In, I think there five bathrooms in the house, so it's just a personal call. Skip, there's really no right or there's no right or wrong, yes or no.
0: Kevin, I always uh, time these Q and A periods with you uh, before you go out to drive, and with that in mind. Uh, sometimes I find out that when I catch you after you've driven <laughs> for, for an hour or so, you don't seem to be in a good frame of mind. So uh, what is driving like in Costa Rica at the worst times and at the best times?
1: At the best times is when you're in off hours and you're driving and there's literally no traffic on the roads. And you're pretty, pretty well sure that at nighttime, there's not going to be too many policemen out there either. When we came here 30 years ago, you could guarantee there wouldn't be any police. So I made a little bit of a a more aggressive driving style, but is the the driving, this is one of the reasons I'm not really so pro of the government proposal of duty-free vehicles because that's just giving an incentive for people to bring not one, but two duty-free vehicles, which adds even greater amount of congestion on our roads, our Roads have improved a thousand fold in the last 25, 30 years, but they have a lot more cars. I think I saw a figure sometime, something like 800 to 1100% increase in the last 20 years. We didn't build that many roads new. So we have our major arteries going east and west, one starting to go north. But the drivers here, and Let's face it, folks, this, this is a little different than we're that we're used to back home. When you drive back home and you see a fellow driver let's say 40, 45, 50, 55, 35, whatever, driving, you pretty safely assume that they've had 15, 20 years experience. Here, that man may, or that man or woman or person may have gotten their driver's license. Six months ago and they're 50 years old 55 years old or they've driven for 20 years without a license and that's that's very common here the the lord will take care of me i'm in good hands uh whatever you want however you want to put it they just don't seem to be overly concerned about getting a ticket or getting their license pulled that they don't have so it's a matter of being grounded and they drive the next day so it's uh they're Passive aggressive. Uh, I jokingly say it's the only time a lot of cosmonauts have any authority when they are behind the wheel, and therefore they're not going to be beholden to anybody else. The beauty, though, is that the speed that we travel down here—it's—it's it's not the 120 miles an hour or whatever the equivalent of that would be now in kilometers. It's. Uh, you are know, feeding you. You, you drive down the highway and you're breaking the next speed, and you realize, my God, I'm doing 50 km, or miles an hour. It's, it's it's a lot of traffic, and it's, and I enjoy it. I have to admit, I do a lot of driving here. I uh, it's it's just a pleasure. I I find I do have a bigger vehicle than the average because I'm a bigger guy than the average, and and I always it's my second range that I have had down here, but I also don't buy new ones because I don't like them. I like the older ones. My first one was a 80, 1988, and now my new one, or my most recent one, 17 years now, is, uh, Cassie, new to me, it's a 1989. But on the road and doing well, and the fact goes into its annual inspection tomorrow, Just which is compulsory down here that all cars get infected by a government agency. But the drivers leave a little to be desired a little aggressive at times a little uh slow at times a little uh psychic in as much as that they say i know where i'm going therefore the guy behind me must know that i'm stopping now or left turn or right turn or taking a left turn from a right lane or a right turn turn from a left lane it's um pay attention but it's it's, it's fender benders it's it's that's what it is,
0: it's inconvenience more than leg shattering. Kevin, in our last episode, we talked a little bit about farmers markets and all the fresh produce and the types of food that are are so available here in Costa Rica. I want to talk about the farmers market again, but I want to talk about the social aspect and you touched on it just a little bit. Uh, I think especially for the new person or the new family, in costa rica don't you think it's really important for them to talk to just about everybody they can talk to and make new friends because the more friends you have in costa rica the more fun you're going to have and the easier it's going to be i know that you're a talker and you love to carry on conversations with total strangers at times <laughs> and talk about what the the farmers market has for the normal person who just wants to meet new people, it's kind of fun, isn't it?
1: It's I don't want to say a social highlight of my week, but my wife and I enjoy it as we have to admit. it's again, my Spanish is very limited. my wife is very intelligent. so her to her language has come very easy for me. I think I would rather go to the dentist and have a tooth grill without freezing in it because it's just a, I, I just don't do well with that. But it, but it, it's it's um, we communicate very well. I mean, I, I have to admit, there's, uh, uh, there's sometimes you get a blank stare, and you know you're saying something wrong, but uh, it's a smile from them back to you, and all is forgiven or forgotten, or they'll you know, correct you if they are sure that you're are receptive to that correction. But. Uh, it's the social part. That's one of the things, things a lot of people say, well, how do I get to know people? Well, uh, how did you get to know them back in your home country? Did you ever move from where you were born to a, a different state or a different province, a different city? Uh, how do you know them meet the new people? Well, so well, I, I, I joined my church or I did this or I did that. I I took one of the one of the things that was very popular here 15, 20 years ago were dances the Ricans love to dance, and then, then they have excellent places to dance at or in, but that's a great social thing, and a social club. I happen to belong to the, I did belong to the Canadian club. I, I was a little bit busy in the last year or so to uh, keep it up, but uh, the Canadian club, you're always meeting new Canadians or new Canadians as they're coming into the country, and Again, I am a little gregarious, and I have no hesitation walking over and shaking somebody's hand and and introducing myself, only to find out that I've talked to them three weeks before that. But the, the fact is, uh, so the, your home country clubs, and for Americans, there's the Republican Club and there's the Democratic Club, and and for Canada, there is uh, I don't know if they even have a social a, a political club down here, but. We have Canada Day and we have American USA Day and quite often combine the two of them here because it's uh, it's more fun in bigger groups. But truthfully, you make an effort and you will have friends sympathize.
0: I think that's so important because you never know who you're gonna meet. That's, uh, that's one thing that's fantastic. That guy right next to you buying that tomato, that last tomato on that shelf, he could be your best friend in about a year or so, just because you said hello. i
1: um, yeah, give you a, just a sorry, just a, it's a bit of an aside. I got, met a potential client from the U.S., born in the U.S., okay? But uh, he got in touch with me, asked me to have a meeting with him, and I, I met him at his hotel. We got talking, and I said, I, I don't quite pick up, uh, you're born in the U.S., but I, I definitely hear a, uh, a European accent or a Slavic accent of some sort and, and he looks at me, he says uh, I was born in a Russian family in the U.S. and we spoke Russia blah 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 but he says I spent most of my time visiting in the Ukraine and I mentioned the fact that my wife was Ukraine Ukrainian and it opened up a, a whole, you know, the, the the meeting about his interests, he's oh forget about it, he says I'm going to move here anyways he and just let me know what you charge and I'll I'll give you know I'll, I'll be in touch with you. But he wanted more to talk about the Ukraine and, and the situation there and how he enjoys the people and such. So I went home told my wife, and when I replied, I always confirm my my conversations with people. And I added where my wife's father came from and on and on. He comes right back to me, and says, oh, I've, been that, I've been in that town so many times I couldn't count. So it's just if you sit there with a Uh, you know, in the corner with the lights off, nobody's going to notice you and nobody's going to talk to you. But it's not because they don't want to, they don't know you're receptive.
0: That makes a lot of sense. Kevin, in our next uh, episode that we're going to have together, we're going to talk about the political environment. Uh, We're going to discuss where somebody should live. Why is Costa Rica such a popular relocation destination? And we may even touch on uh, will i have access to moderate conveniences so i'd like for you to think about that until we see you again as always it's been a pleasure and we've posted kevin's contact information and his website address on the program notes that are associated with this specific episode and i really urge you to follow up with kevin through his contact us page of his website and i'm going to post today's recording of our q a session on the website as well Uh, When you're ready to have all of your questions answered and all of your concerns addressed, Kevin and his team, they're going to be standing by to get started with your pathway to a new life, to one of the happiest countries on the planet. And by the way, if you haven't already, be sure to listen to our first 13 conversations with Kevin regarding residency. Again, all the links are going to be posted at the bottom of the homepage. At Costa Rica Immigration and That's Costa Rica Immigration and And if you like what you've heard today, please share your QA sessions with your friends and your family. We'd love to share our knowledge with everyone who's interested. Bottom line. Finally, if you come up with any specific questions or topics that you'd like Kevin to answer let us know send your request to my email address at Costa Rica good news, excuse me at gmail.com that's Costa Rica, good news at gmail.com. Kevin, thanks again, we'll see you here soon for our next conversation together, talking about everything you need to know about acquiring your legal status in Costa Rica, and more. You're welcome entirely skip my pleasure and look
1: forward to our next session. Me as well. Thank you for. Go